Hello and welcome to Beautiful World Podcast. I am your host, Miss Pills, and as always, I thank you for listening to my podcast. And I am here and I am going to dedicate this episode to a very, very special person, and that is my mentor, Tiffany Buckner. So I'm just going to get right on into the message. Um... Back in 2013, I experienced God for the first time. And when I say I experienced Him for the first time, I've been going to church religiously since I was a child. So I didn't really have a relationship with God. And in 2013, that's when I started to develop a relationship with Him. Um, It took trials and tribulations to get me into a church and sit down and surrender because I always knew that I belonged to God. Um, But I just didn't know how, you know, to seek after him because I wasn't in my word. I just had a knowing in my spirit. And I knew one day, and I used to always say that when I get in my thirties, I am going to serve God. You know, I am going to really serve him, not knowing who he is, how he operates, um, I just knew that I belonged to him. I've always had that knowing in my spirit. So in 2013, after being in a toxic relationship, I found myself in a church. Um, I went into the church. I was so just tired. My soul was tired. And... I was in a relationship with someone who they were they had narcissistic ways like now after learning the characteristics of a narcissist like I'm not here to diagnose nobody but I would say that this person was a narcissist if I were to <laughs> you know really describe their behavior um, on top of already um, being abused mentally and emotionally, <clears throat> excuse me, by a narcissist. So I was just messed up. And I, now that I look back on my life, I was surrounded by a lot of narcissists. And that's why I was out here crazy, traumatized, just doing all sorts of things because I was acting out. Um, so this relationship, it just threw me over the edge. I had enough. Never have I experienced anything in life where it was a season where I went through peace and joy. It was just chaotic for me. All I understood was drama. The language that I spoke was toxic. So I didn't ever think that anything good was going to happen for me. It got so bad that I like to hear other people's stories when they're talking about the good times and the good things that they were doing because I felt like that was the only way that I can experience it through somebody else's life story. That's how bad my life was for me. Every single time you looked up, I was going through something. I started to believe that I had a curse. 
over my life. Like, there's somebody around here, somebody doing something because I couldn't win for lose. It was always something after something. If nothing is being, if I'm not doing something wrong, something is being wrong is being done to me. It one way or the other. All I know is that my life was full of chaos. Um, and this relationship, it led me right into church. Now, prior to that, God has always been knocking on the doors of my heart. Even when I didn't know him, because I've served him religiously since I was a child. I was in the choir, all right? I used to be sitting there singing songs like, It wasn't the nail that held him to the cross. I'm talking, I'm, I'd be up in the choir singing. He woke me up this morning. I sung it, I was just jamming and would get out of choir and go right over my boyfriend's house. I am being transparent. So I didn't know God. I didn't know the words had so many meaning to it. Now, when I think about that, it wasn't the nail that held him to the cross. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, I, it's a whole different understanding, all right? But let me get on to where I'm going to, okay? So I went into the church, and I cried. And I sat there, and I held my head down, and I cried, and I cried. I was tired. My soul was tired. I was just ready to throw in the towel. I've had enough because it seemed like trauma after trauma, abuse after abuse, toxic relationship after toxic relationship. I was joined spiritually, emotionally, mentally. It's like the enemy found so anybody that, you know, he had a way of causing me to feel rejection, high-level rejection. I was always dealing with rejection. I'm talking about back to back to back. And I'm, and now that I look back, the enemy was trying to kill me. He was trying to keep me from ever getting to the purpose that God had on my life. He was trying to keep me from becoming who God had called me to be. Now that I can look back, but see, it was his grace. It was by the grace of God that I survived. I survived what I've survived because when God has a purpose of your on your life, when he has chosen you for something, you will look back and you will see how his grace led you through the fire and you came out on the other side and nothing with your you came out in your right mind. You came out able to function and do the king do do the work that God has called you to do after you have been beat up in the world. Oh my goodness, I just get excited when I think about the great things that God has done for me in my life. But when I went in that church, I was a lost young lady. I was a broken soul. And this was 2013. And, you know, I decided to start going to church every Sunday. And then when I went home, I had a Bible. And I just said, I'm just going to read this Bible every single day. Because my spirit, it was so noisy. You know, I was living in sin. I was not 
living a holy lifestyle. So I was always dealing with mental torment, emotional torment. I was always dealing with it. Now I can give it language because I couldn't at first. I was being tormented every single day for so many years. And that's how I know God has called me to something beyond my imagination because I survived being tormented by an unseen force day by day by day. And some days it would be so painful that I thought if I can just take my life and end the pain, I won't have to feel this no more. Somehow I still function, went to work, you know, live a quote-unquote normal life. But I know it was by the grace of God. It was by by His grace. And I started to read that Bible. And when I read the Bible, I noticed that as I was reading my Bible, the pain that I was feeling, the the, the, the torment, I wouldn't, I would, it's like I found a safe space in the world because I didn't know the Bible. I've never sat back and just read it. I started from Genesis and I just continued to read the word because I was desperate. I was tired of being hurt. I was just desperate, right? And I just read it. And every single day, I noticed I started to feel better. Things just started to feel lighter. It's like a burden was starting to be lifted off of me. There's something about that first time when you meet God. He's so gentle and kind. The way he introduced himself when you've been out here and you've been, you know, living a, a, a life of chaos and dealing with drama, pain and hurt and trauma and you know, having all these voids, and then you have this, this, this unseen force, this, this being that you don't even know can respond back to you, and you can feel the presence of his, his, you can feel his kindness and his peace, and you like, all of this time, I've been religious, I've been in church, just singing this song in a choir, and going to church since I was a kid, and this God is actually real? He is responding back to me. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I started to talk to him. (laughs) And I remember I was so overwhelmed with joy because I didn't know that a feeling like that existed because, like I stated, all I understood was torment. And that was me weeping from the lifestyle that I've lived, the decisions that I've made, from generational curses. I was just weeping and didn't know, understand none of that. And God came and he just started to clean me up. And I'll never forget when I had that, when you had that baby faith, See, sometimes we'll, we, we will find ourselves walking with God for so long and we will forget 
what he's capable of doing in our life, we will forget that he is able because we will get into the presence of God and he will do so many great things and we'll go out there and backslide and it won't be as easy as it was the first time when you started seeking God. Now all of that sin in between the gap from the first time to the time that you said, okay, Lord, I need a second chance, there's pressure. It's like you got to go through more pressure than you had to before you um, backslid. Now, the first, the very first time God entered, it just, everything just goes so smoothly because that's your baby stage. He's nurturing you and he's, he's giving you baby food and everything just seems so smooth and easy and just wonderful. So I had faith. I had no shame in my game. I'll be out. And if I, my heart was starting to change, I started to feel so much compassion. So much compassion. And um, I'll be walking down the street in, in, in the hood. I'm from the hood, west side of Chicago. And I'll start praying. I was praying for people, and I never thought that I'd do that because it was something about his love and his joy. I wanted, I started to have empathy for other people who were still in bondage. And I'll never forget, I was at a bus stop, and the teacher was sitting there, and they was, you know, they just, and that's another thing, anybody would just talk to me. When, that's how you know your spirit changes because you'll start attracting all different types of people. And I was just sitting there, and the t-shirt was just talking about their life, and um, they were battling cancer. And at that bus stop, I just got up and just started praying for that t-shirt. I just, I just felt so much compassion. Now, here it is. You're talking about a woman who's been out here living a chaotic lifestyle and drama after drama, rebellion, angry, bitter. I'm talking about heart, just wicked, just full of compassion. Just didn't care who you were or what you did. I was going to pray for you. And I prayed for that teacher. And that's what it was. And back to the story about me having baby faith. I was hungry because I had to go to different food. Well, no, before I started to do that, I didn't have money to buy food. Like I was really hungry. And I would just, I remember I heard a pastor speaking about faith and how if you go to church, no, I'm just getting losing my train of thought. Okay, yeah, so a pastor was speaking about faith. So I took that message and I ran with it because it was a powerful message. And I'll never forget, I was sitting in my window and I didn't have no food and I was starving, right? And I said, Lord, <laughs> I am going, no, actually, I stood up in the middle of my living room floor and I lift my hand up and I started praying and I just said Lord I'm trusting on you I'm hungry I asked that you make a way for me to eat and all of a sudden this guy 
I can hear him yelling at somebody down the street. He's yelling to somebody, and he's letting them know. He's like, hey, the food pantry, they just opened up. You know, he's telling them, go get in line. And I said, God, you want me to go to a food pantry? But then I felt that, but at the same time, I was amazed at how quick that response was. See, God kept amazing me with stuff like that, that I was, although I had that split second, but then I was like, wow, I was excited to go to the food pantry because God responded to me. So I'm standing in line, and that's when I knew where I was in my life. And, and I humbled myself because in that line, you had homeless people, you had people who were on, you know, drugs, you had all different types of people. And I'm sitting in this line, and I'll never forget, and I said, how did I end up here? But I was so grateful. I was so grateful. Got into that pantry and got some good food. All right, I was uh, I was so grateful. And that's another thing we'll forget. We will forget God to elevate us and take us to higher places, and we don't have that grateful mentality no more. And we wonder why we're not getting that same attention that we used to get. It's something about when you're grateful, when you appreciate what God do for you, no matter what it is. But then when he starts to um, take us higher, we forget. Don't forget. You know how they used to say, don't forget where you came from. Don't forget where you came from. So So from that point... I started just going to different food pantry, and then eventually, eventually, God blessed me. My income doubled, and I was able to. I remember when I went to the grocery store because it's been a while. I think I was going to the food pantry uh, for about a year, um, and yep, it was because 2014. That's when I got uh, my job. And from that point forward, I'll never forget when I went to the grocery store for the first time and I was able to go to a good grocery store and buy good food. In that moment, I was grateful. I was so grateful. And as time went on, all right, your girl back slid. Back, oh my goodness, my word. Your girl back slid. And And that one back slid took me 10 years, almost 10 years. I say, what, 2020, about seven years for me to get back to that point with God. Because after that backslid, I was still loving God. I knew I was still um, in and out. But I had a hard time going back to that place because I didn't know about deliverance. I didn't know about generational curses. I didn't know that when I went to the altar and gave him my life, that there was some work that needed to be done and that that I needed to heal. I just thought that while I was in my baby season, what I was feeling, all of my problems was gone. I thought that it was over, no more drama, no more chaos. I didn't understand that the Bible spoke about there's an adversary 
you know, lurking around seeking whom he can devour. I didn't understand that I had an, you know, Satan was mad and he was setting up trap, wicked plot and plan that I've been working for his kingdom for so long that he was going to start bringing them to me because I felt since I felt that freshness in my spirit, I was able to go out and function in the world because I was crazy. I couldn't function properly. My mind was messed up. Transparent moment. Not knowing that I was supposed to sit there and allow God to mature me. There were some seasons that I had to go through. So I backslid seven years, just in and out. And then 2020 hit. Life humbled me. And this, there's a story it talked about. It's in my book, Woman in the Mirror. It will be out in June. Um, so another situation happened in my life that humbled me again slowed me down and when 2020 hit that's when I said you know what <laughs> I got to do something because God kept knocking on the doors of my heart I still knew I belonged to God I still knew that there was something that God has called me to do it was annoying in my spirit and in 2015 I started following Tiffany Buckner she blew my mind because I was always Another relationship is what caused me to backslid. I've never been taught about relationships and nothing like that. I didn't know any of that stuff. And one day I was just on YouTube and I ran across her videos. And it's like she was she was speaking a whole other language. I was shocked that the word that, was, that she was saying, I didn't even know people can talk like her. It was just like, I'm scratching my head and I'm like, what? And I couldn't, I've been glued to her ever since. And even though I was still struggling, even though I still had a hard time, you know, not getting into toxic relationship, I still kept following her. I couldn't stop following her. And so from 2015, then 2020 hit, she launched after prep university. And I, no, not extra prep university. She had another mentorship. Um, I forgot what it was. It was the pilot mentorship. And I was excited. And I got into that mentorship program. I'm about to meet Tiffany Buckner. I am so excited. And I went in there and I acted a fool. I, cause I went in there and I had so many issues. I didn't know no other way. I just presented what I, I was a hot mess and I was just manipulating. I was manipulating. I was doing a lot of witchcraft stuff, trying to be controlling. And yeah, mentor was not having that. She, she had to check me on that. So I just kept doing it. I was in her inbox with all these crazy stuff, and, you know, I was just playing a lot, because she talked about it on her pot, on her platform, but I'm, I'm just, you know, telling my side, because um, I know she, she, um, the fact that she was able to correct me in love, I just want to tell my side on how I receive it. 
So after playing all of these games, one day I decided to not show up for class. I even deleted my page because that's the only way you can be a part of the group. You know, you got to have your Facebook page up. And um, I said, well, let me reactivate my page because that's how I deal with my anger. I get passive aggressive. I'll do that's the language I spoke. I came back on and she kicked me out of the group. <laughs> and when she kicked me out, I felt I was like, I had the chance to be mentored by Tiffany. But I was so broken and so toxic that it sabotaged my opportunity. I was so hurt. I said, Lord, how did I do this? And I knew God had called me to her. I said, God, you called me to her. I know you did. I know, because I remember I sat on that couch and I prayed, and it's something in my spirit. I'm like, how did I do that? I was so mad. Then I said, you know what? I'm going to continue to follow her. Because even her messages on YouTube were still helping me. I just humbled myself. And I followed her. And she launched Extra Prep University. And I was so excited. And I said, let me send her a message and ask her if I can come back in. And she said, yeah, you can come back in. And she said, don't come with that witchcraft. Don't come in here doing all that manipulating stuff. I'm not mentor. Came in. Acted a fool again. This time, she corrected me. And she corrected me in a way that she was, it was the way, because the way I approached her, I let my thoughts get the best of me. I didn't understand how the enemy worked, where he would get in your mind and he would cause you to think all crazy stuff so that you can think negative about the people that God placed in your life so that you can sabotage that relationship and miss out on the opportunity of whatever reason God has placed them there. I didn't know none of that. I was guarding in my mind, in my world. I've been hurt. I've been beat down in these streets, all right? I had to guard myself. I had to protect myself. So I found myself... That's how I knew I was sabotaged because I've been following mentor for so many years and I still couldn't behave a certain way. And mentor had enough with me. She said her word and you would think a person like me who was vulnerable and fragile and whatever the case, I would have got so offended and left. But when I... When, when when the whole situation was done, I sat back and I'll never forget. And I said, oh, wow. Because she, you know, she told me, she, she was telling me, you know, don't ever let your thoughts get the best of you. Like, she, she let me have it. And then I thought about it. I said, wow, I never thought about it like that. And it's weird because I'm like, Oh, wow. And I gained so much respect for her. I, and from that point on, I have learned to respect her no matter what the case. I say 
fighting my fault. The enemies constantly come at my fault about mentor now that I know better. But she has taught me about deliverance. She has t- she have given me language about all of the, all of the things that I've been suffering from throughout all of my life. Her impartation, all of the the wisdom. That's how God. I knew God loved me, and His goal. He has so much in store for me that He walked. I remember she said that when He is ready to change your life, He is going to bring a teacher, and He brought her into my life. And from that point on, after that hard correction. I made it a commitment that no matter how offended I get, I am going to fight. I'm not going to be the perfect mentee, but I am going to fight because I know she has a genuine heart in what she do. I understand the grace and the anointing on her life, and I had to stop just focusing on that and understand that she's human as well, but at the same time, she is purpose differently. There's something special about mentor, and I had to understand what she's coming with. And anything that she do, she is not going to hurt me. It is to better me. And long as I keep that in my mind, and trust me, I've gotten offended after that. I've had my moment, but I fight. I fight and I fight because for the enemy to attack my thoughts in regards to her, I know I'm supposed to be here. He's not going to to bother anything that is not a threat. So I dedicate this episode to her because ever since I've been in her mentorship program, extra prep university, I've learned so much to where I took that information that I've gotten from her program, from being her mentee, from being, you know, coached by her, and from having a relationship with God all together, my life changed tremendously. You know, I um, became an author. I tapped into the business world. I've got this podcast. Now I got a YouTube. It's like I'm, I'm constantly doing things and I'm constantly growing. And I am amazed at how my life has changed. And no matter how offended I may get or what happened, if I don't do nothing else, I'm going to always make sure that anytime I have a thought in my mind, I'm going to fight that thought. The devil is not going to take away my opportunity to be mentored by a woman like Miss Buckner. I call her Miss Buckner, all right? And she is so beautiful. Her soul, everything about her, it's like I used to be afraid of women, like, because I was traumatized by a lot of women, you know, coming up, you know, in my family. So I had a, a certain way about them. So she, you, I had to learn to trust her. And I can honestly say that I do, you know, I trust her. And I am so grateful to have her as a mentor. I am so grateful to have her as a mentor. She has blessed, she has been a blessing to my life. 
And it took a while to get back to that woman I was back in 2013. But now I'm back and I'm fighting harder. I'm doing so many great things. I got so many, you know, I just, just, I can be on here if hours talking, but I just wanted to, you know, give you my backstory to show you how important it is to have multitudes of counselors, to have somebody to, you know, that you can sit under, a leadership that you can sit under, and hard correction, I am to a point where I can't, if you can't tell me the truth, if you can't be honest with me, I don't want that type of relationship. Because hard correction is what caused me to change. Maybe it's how I'm wired. I don't know. But when somebody is, I, that's what I've been needing all my life because I've been pacified, you know, in my ways. Being a victim, a person with a victim mindset, people have always pacified me when I'm crying and hurting and seeking to be comforted. That just kept enabling me to be toxic and do things that I had no business doing. And that's what I was expecting from Miss Buckner. She snatched that pacifier out. She gave me what I needed to hear. And I ain't been the same since. <laughs> I have not been the same since. And I think, mentor, I don't know if you're listening to this, but I just want you to know that I love you so much. You are so dope. You are so dope. And I am so blessed to have you as a mentor. And I just want to thank you for everything that you did. Thank you for creating a safe space like Extra Prep University. Um, It has blessed my life. It really has. And I just want you to know, once again, I love you dearly. I'm going to say it like you said. I love me some you. You are an amazing woman of God. If you ever step back and wonder if what you are doing, you know, is helping people. If you just wondering, you just don't know. You just don't. I don't even know how to stretch it in words. Um, Cause I said I don't know how I'm gonna do this for 30 minutes, but it's going. It went over 30 minutes. Now that I started talking about you. Um, But I'm just going to leave it at that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I can say. And I'm quite sure the other sisters feel the same way. They got their own own story. But this is mine. And I just wanted to dedicate this episode to you. And just know that I love you so, so, so much. God bless you. I, I will continuously keep you in my prayer. Love you. Bye.